429, Heart the Herald Angels.
Luke chapter number one, if you would please. Luke chapter number one. Luke chapter number one. And we'll start in verse number 30. Luke one and verse number 30. When you get to verse number 30, we're going to start in verse number 26. I tricked you. You should have seen your faces. Luke 1, 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she also hath conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Father, thanks so much for uh, this uh, Christmas season. And uh, Lord, it's always uh, one of my favorite times of year. And I uh, thank you for uh, this opportunity to look at the Christmas story. Um, and uh, Lord, I just ask you would help us as we uh, try to uh, get some encouragement this afternoon. And uh, Lord, that you would help me to say what you want me to say. We thank you for each one that's here this afternoon. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. As we read through Luke chapter number one, you ca- you can certainly see uh, the roller coaster of emotions uh, that Mary went through on this first meeting with the angel. Right? Can you see it? She uh, she sees an angel first off. And that's a pretty scary thing. Uh, we don't find a lot of uh, uh, comforting images in the angels in the Bible. Uh, they're often pretty scary images that were given. Uh, and so you can imagine then as a young girl uh, to see this, this, uh, this angel come in to talk to you. And even says there, verse number, um, verse number uh, 29, that, that uh, after the angel says that, that, that she is highly favored and the Lord is with her, uh, when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and she cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. Uh, she was, what is this angel going to say to me? Uh, this is a pretty, I'm, I'm pretty troubled, I'm pretty scared right now. What is this message going to be? And I, you can imagine that uh, oftentimes when an angel came, it was not necessarily good news. And so what is this angel going to tell me? But notice that this message is a great message uh, that she does, that she is given. When she saw him, she was troubled. Verse number uh, 30, we find, the, find the, uh, the message that is given to Mary. Fear not, Mary. That's a good place to start. You, you're fearing right now. 
this is a pretty great message. Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. You're not in trouble. In fact, quite the opposite. Uh, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus, and he shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord shall give it to him. Skip down to verse number uh, 34. Uh, after this great, this great message that, that she's going to be giving birth to the Son of God, uh, we see a, another loop in the roller coaster. How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Wait a second, angel, you don't understand. Uh, I'm not married. I'm, I'm still a virgin. How can I give birth to anybody? Uh, how can I give birth? Uh, it's not possible. And we understand, verse number 37, that, that with God all things are possible. And uh, that's quite an important message for us today, that, that with God anything is possible. Uh, and uh, certainly this is something that Mary needed. And, and so you see the roller coaster of emotions. And, and you can see in Mary's mind, I'm sure that you can see the, the expectations in her mind after this meeting with the angel, the expectations that would have been built up in her mind, right? The, the, the idea that, uh, she would, uh, that she would be giving birth to a son and that uh, just the idea of giving birth brings a lot of expectations, right? Uh, you, you start to think, uh, my, at least uh, I'm sure that you did, mainly, m- mainly the girls probably, uh, you know, what's their first outfit going to be and uh, what's the room at the hospital going to look like and who's going to be there with me, right? All these expectations that surround the birth of a child. Uh, and, and Mary probably had those, right? She's a human. Uh, she probably had those. I, I hope my family's going to be there, and I hope that we'll be in a nice place with, with the people that I love, and uh, I, hope that my, uh, that, uh, I hope that Joseph will still be there, and that's quite a moving, a moving part uh, to the whole story. I hope Joseph's okay, and I hope that we have some nice lodging, and I hope that there's a good doctor, right? That's certainly a, an expectation that should be had. I hope that we have a good doctor that knows what he's doing. Uh, uh, you know, I hope that hope that my baby has a nice outfit to come home from the doctors with. Uh, you know, all of these the expectations that are built up in Mary's mind. Uh, and, and some that are shallow expectations, right? The, the, the clothes don't necessarily matter. Uh, some of these things aren't super important. But there was also a lot of important expectations that Mary had in mind. Right? As you read through, uh, read through the message of the angel there in verse number 32, uh, he shall be great. And he shall be called the son of the highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. That's quite a high expectation that the angel gave to Mary, right? That your son is going to reign forever over the house of Jacob? Uh, that, that's, that's quite the expectation, but look over at chapter number two, uh, uh, at, at Luke chapter number two, we find that some of those expectations weren't exactly met in Mary's life. Verse number one, and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria and all went to be taxed, everyone to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth unto Judea unto the city of David which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid. 
uh, skip down uh, over to uh, verse number 15. It came to pass that the angels were gone away from them into heaven. The shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. As we read through this, we find that most of Mary's expectations that she would have had regarding the birth of a child were certainly not met. Uh, as somebody who's about to have a child, you imagine that uh, for, for the ladies growing up, you imagine I'm, I'm going to have a husband and I'll have a, I'll have a nice house and that's when we're going to have our first baby. But Mary was not married. She was still a virgin. Quite an unmet expectation. Uh, she would have imagined, I'm, I'm sure that her parents or her family would have been there, uh, but instead the only people that were there were shepherds. Dirty people who had lived in the field. For a long time, that that's probably didn't smell too good. That's who was her companions in the birth of her child. Uh, you can imagine she would probably have an expectation of pretty nice lodging, but instead she's laying among the cattle, among the livestock in a stable. Uh, there would have been, there should have been a doctor present, uh, but instead they're by themselves, not knowing what to do. Uh, you can imagine she would have wanted a nice outfit for her child, but instead she wrapped him in swaddling clothes, the, the medical wraps, the medical bandages that they would have had available for the animals, unmet expectations, uh, the expectation that her son would be the son of God who would rule over Jacob, and yet here he's not a king, but he's a baby, one who would not grow up to be a military leader like people expected the Messiah to be, but would instead be the suffering Savior instead of the anointed Messiah who would rule in battle. Unmet expectations. Uh, Nothing that Mary expected came to pass, except this. She had Jesus. She had Christ. And it says there, verse number 19, that Mary kept all of these things and pondered them in her heart. The word ponder there, it means uh, to make it come together in your mind. All of these loose pieces, all of these shattered expectations... She's just gathering up and she's putting them together. She, it's all coming together now. It's starting to make sense. That even though there wasn't a doctor there, even though there was not a nice outfit, or though, even though we weren't in a nice home, or even though my parents and family weren't there, even though we're not married yet, uh, even though he's coming as a baby instead of a warrior, all these things are coming together that she has Jesus, the Son of God. It means to come together. It starts to make sense in her heart. Uh, as, and we, we find that uh, these unmet expectations are, are a lot of places, even in the Gospels, we find that, that Jesus' disciples face some of these things of having unmet expectations. They would have expected to be with Jesus on this earth for a long time. Uh, when somebody pledged their life to a rabbi, it was under the, under, uh, under the understanding that it would have been for, a, for, for their life, that this, this rabbi would teach them un, until he died, and then these people would pass on the knowledge that they were given and, and Jesus oftentimes, while he was on this earth for only three years, said that, and he predicted of his own death. And, and it says there in the Gospels a lot of times that the, 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 the disciples didn't understand it. They didn't understand what Jesus was talking about. But when it finally happened, it all came together in their minds. It all made sense. Um, I, I think about John the Baptist. 
John the Baptist was prophesied to be uh, to come in the spirit of Elijah, to, to have the spirit in the, in the manner of Elijah, to be uh, what, would, what he would be called as the greatest prophet uh, of all time, that he was, he was the greatest among men. And, 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 and yet we find it through the Gospels because of different things that happen that John the Baptist finds himself in jail. That's not an expectation he would have had. I, I, I'm supposed to be coming in the spirit of Elijah. I'm supposed to be preparing the way for the Lord, right? Make his path straight, prepare you the way for the Lord. That, that's my job. I'm supposed to be the prophet. I'm supposed to be in the spirit of Elijah. I'm, I'm supposed to be doing these things. I'm not supposed to be in jail. And it got to him. And so what does he do? He sends his disciples, Jesus, are you really supposed to be, are you really the one that we're waiting for? He had an unmet expectation. But where did he go when he had that unmet expectation? He, w- he went to the only person that could help him. He went to Jesus. Because he knew that that's the only person that could help. And so we, so we, we find that, that through all of these, that Mary had uh, unmet expectations and the disciples had unmet expectations and John the Baptist. And, and certainly we could go through scripture and point out time after time after time of people who thought that they knew what their life was going to look like and it just didn't look that way. But we find one common theme, at least in these three examples that we gave you, that they had the one person that would always be constant in their life. Always. Mary and the disciples and John the Baptist, they all had Jesus. They all had him. And even uh, G- Jesus said, I- I'm not going to be with you forever, but I am going to, be, I'm, I am going to pray the Father and I, will, and I will pray that he will send uh, a, a, the Comforter. The Spirit of Truth, who, who will guide you into all spirit, uh, guide you into all truth, and He will dwell with you forever, and He will be in you. He said, "I'm not physically always going to be here, but there is somebody who you can count on that will always be here. That no matter if your life looks a lot different than you expected it, uh, there's still something that is always going to be the same, and that is the Holy Spirit. That is God Himself will be with you, believers. Today, I'm sure that you." have faced in your life unmet expectations, haven't you? You thought, maybe you started a job day one, and you think, man, this is giving me a great job, right? You clock in for the first time, or you swipe your card, or you put the punch in, right? (laughs) And drop in punches. You you, you clock in for that first time, and you think, man, this is giving me a great job. I I think I'm really going to go far here. I'm going to spend a lot of time here. And then hour number two, uh, this is not going to work. Not even day two. First day, this is not going to work. Unmet expectations. Stuff was just a lot different. You thought, man, I'm, I, I know that I'm going to be married at this time in my life, and yet it didn't happen. I'm going to have this many kids, but it didn't happen. Unmet expectations are everywhere. Everyone faces them. But we can deal with it the same way that Mary did, in the same way that John the Baptist did, in the same way that the disciples of Jesus did. And that is this, that we rely on the one person who will never, who will never disappoint your expectations, and that's Jesus himself. He, he, he will never let you down. He'll never change. He'll always be the same, and he can always be relied on, and he can always be trusted. And so like Mary... And like John and like the disciples, in your life, when you come to times in your life when you think, man, it's just not how I thought it was going to be, just remember this, 
that he is and will always be the way that you think he will. And he'll be even greater than that. He'll be even greater than that. Father, thank you so much for everything you do for us. And Lord, I, I, I hope that this was an encouragement or something that we all face. It's something that we all deal with. Uh, Lord, and as we look at this Christmas story, as we think about uh, Mary, uh, Lord, I just ask you to help us to understand uh, that you are always able to be relied on because you are so much greater than we think and you always exceed our expectations. And Lord, we are so grateful for your goodness to us. And uh, Lord, I ask that this would be an encouragement to someone today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we all stand to our feet, in just a second, the piano is going to begin to play. As Brother Jay will sing in just a second, cleanse me. Have you met, have you had unmet expectations in your life? Have you just, something didn't quite go as you planned? Can I just encourage you that God can always be trusted? As Jay sings, verse number one, cleanse me. Christmas party is uh, this Thursday at uh, 7 o'clock at the Metzinger's house, and the address is there in the bulletin if you need it. Uh, please bring a $10 gift and some finger foods to share. And then um, also Brother Aaron wanted me to uh, announce this as well. If the choir members, after, uh, after the prayer, after we dismiss, if the choir members could come back up uh, just real quickly for a picture, um, Brother Aaron asked me to do that, and so if you would, just right after this is uh, dismissed. Um, we have a box out in the uh, out in the foyer uh, for the Gilsons, for the Gilson Christmas, and so that'll be out today and Wednesday and then sun next Sunday, the 18th as well. Uh, next Sunday, 
Uh, also will be the Christmas patch program. And so the kids are out practicing, I believe, and uh, looking forward to hearing that and seeing that. And then uh, Christmas Eve service at 530, um, 5.30, yes, here at the church on, uh, well, December 24th on Christmas Eve. And so I uh, hope that you'll make plans to be here for that. And then Christmas Day, uh, just one service at 1030 in the morning. And then if you are interested in having lunch with us, please be sure to sign up in the back how many people are coming and uh, what you'd like to uh, contribute by way of sides and, uh, and, and, and desserts and those things. Uh, and then there's the sign-up sheet also for the church cleaning uh, back on the back table. So I hope that you'll be involved in that um, to be a good steward of the building that God has given to us. And so um, please uh, sign up for that. All right, let's pray, and then we'll be dismissed. Uh, Brother Foster, if you would, please. We just have a couple of small Christmas to show you guys how much you impressed them this time. Let's get away.